Welcome, welcome, welcome to week five of the Bet Sign Up Get podcast. I'm back with my co host, Ryan Brill. Hey, yo. And for the first time this season, we have a guest. Say hello to the people, Frank. Hey, people. <laughs> third, third time uh, on the podcast, third year in a row. So hope to keep the money flowing in the positive. Yeah. And we have, uh, we co- are coming off a beautiful week. A wonderful week, a glorious week. How did how did the week go for you, Ryan? Let's. Um, I just want to say right before that Frank is coming off of two straight seasons of making money as a guest. I believe the only guest in podcast history. So congratulations to you. Um, Thank you. Did... You could say best guest then, right? One could use that superlative, and I w- I will venture to, in fact, use it. Um, but how was the week for me? Yeah, how it, was it? I won two out of two bets, nailing the Titans at, uh, against the Bengals and the Buccaneers at the Saints. How do you explain it? The Titans are a good team at home. The Titans are streaky, and when they're home dogs, you should probably take the Titans. The Bengals are injured. Easy. Mm-hmm. Bucks at Saints. Jameis Winston or Derek Carr, I don't give a damn. That team should never be three-and-a-half-point favorites. Yeah. Didn't... Uh... I mean, something was clearly wrong with Carr. He's uh, he doesn't usually play that shitty. I feel like well, he got pretty banged up the week before, and then uh, I don't know why they just didn't let a uh, Jameis play. But you see, uh, Jameis got in and threw an interception on the only throw he had. <laughs> yeah, do you think the Bucks are good? That's my question. They could be a seven seed. Uh, they're good enough to lose a, a home playoff game. They they might win the division. Um. They're uh, definitely good enough. They they obviously won a Super Bowl not too long ago. They still have some pieces on the team, but I think uh, Baker's obviously not going to take him too far, but I think he's good enough to win a few games. You know what would be really funny? If this team finishes a better with a better record than they did with Tom Brady. <laughs> with I don't Baker know. at the helm and just an older team. They're not better. Uh, the supporting cast isn't better than it was. I mean, maybe the line is a little healthier, but... That's a good point. It's it's a very similar team aside from from brady to to baker obviously so so far so really good for funny them. is if they won the super bowl <laughs> they're not gonna win the super bowl yeah i i feel like having good record it wouldn't be that funny mm-hmm. speaking of teams that are gonna win the super bowl let's go to my bets the bills dolphins over that was just it's just so obvious in retrospect and it was obvious to me in the moment but it was a. Uh, you, I mean, you have two high flying offenses that uh can't stop anyone really. I mean, I I still believe in the Bills defense. They obviously did some good things to Tua, but the Dolphins got kind of exposed. What do you make of that, Frank? Yeah, I mean, like you said, Bills D. I was actually pretty impressed with holding the Dolphins to twenty points is basically shutting them down completely, um, and they really weren't in the game at all the the entire game. So. Josh Allen definitely like took over and and did what he wanted to do and ran people over and all that. So I think he was pretty mad about losing week one against the Jets and just hasn't looked back since then. Uh, Do you think, I think my Super Bowl pick is the Bills. I think they look the best. They're the most complete. I think Josh Allen puts it together. They sort of had the season from hell last year. And with the, the elbow injury to Josh Allen, the DeMar Hamlin stuff and they're just boring this year. You know, they're sort of old news, post-hype, and that's, I think, where you want to be. 
Bills have been close for for a few years now. Dolphins have been obviously they're great now, but without the experience in the playoffs, especially with Tua down the stretch, I mean this might be their first like experience with that, and they might make it decently far. But I don't know. I think Josh Allen's got some uh, aggression ready to go, and he's been tasting it for a little while now. So I think uh, I think I'd take the Bills over the Dolphins for sure. Is this? Sorry, go ahead, Ryan. Uh, he's got mojo. But yeah, the Bills are the Bills are one of the Super Bowl favorites, if not the. So keep that in mind. And does this uh and my last question for either of you is does do you think this defensive performance from the Bills is gonna be like a template to sort of show other teams how to do it, or do you think it's only something that can be accomplished because of the talent that the Bills have? The defensive template? Meaning, like, how they slowed down this juggernaut that just dropped 70 uh, points. How did they? How, how do you think they slowed them down? What did they do good against the, the Dolphins? Um, they took away the middle of the field and forced Tua to throw outside the numbers, show off his arm talent. And they, I mean, they, let's see. And I, I mean, that's like the headline. And then they did that in a few other ways. Obviously, I don't know. I'm a casual. I don't, I don't know scheme and all that. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah, put feel- too much stock into that, but. <laughs> Dolphins have been in a lot of shootouts. This is their first game. They were kind of down, right? So maybe that affected it somehow. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. I hear you have a oh, let's talk about one more game that I just killed. The Cowboys minus six and a half versus the Patriots and the under. Mac Jones is done. So that's another one bites the dust. I'm not talking to... and Zach Wilson doesn't get the revival. He's already he was already dead. Zombie Zach Wilson. We will not do that on this podcast. <laughs> so now Justin Fields, one foot in the grave, still can climb out. And Trey Lance is dead, too, right? And then the zombies are running after Trevor Lawrence right now. They're just running after him. But he's, he's you know, Justin Fields got a zombie hand on him. And he's, like, trying to shake it off, you know, like Hassan Riddick in the game last year. And, uh, and Trevor Lawrence is running. And the rest of them have already been caught. They're already zombies. They're already dead. <laughs> Jones is definitely good. He's done for good. Um, I don't see him being able to help that team at all in the future. Um, but yeah, we got to talk about Bears a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah. What, what do you got for me? Uh, I wrote down a quote from Nick from last week. Uh, after the, the Bears were already, what, 0-3 at the time, feeling, feeling a little down, you wrote, uh, however low it can get, it can always go lower. <laughs> and I think you're pretty spot on there. Like, uh, I mean... Fields Fields played well, but uh, somehow the Bears found a way. They were up uh, what twenty eight to seven, and uh, completely gave it away to one of the worst teams in the Broncos. Yep. I mean, I I can't I care I have nothing. I have what nothing. Was the lead that. that the Bears had? It was twenty eight to seven. Let me tell you what. I'll tell you what. Justin yeah. Fields set a franchise record. He completed. All 16 of his first of the first half passes, and his only incompletion in the first half was with four seconds left. He threw a Hail Mary. We were up 21 7. We we score again coming out of the half. We're up 28 7. Four touchdowns, 300 yards for Justin Fields. He played great. We're turning it around. <laughs> and then disaster. The defense can't stop anyone. And uh, just a couple mistakes on offense. Mistake here from Fields, r- wrong route run by the def- right, wrong wrong route by the tight end, blocking this assignments, and suddenly it's all over. It's happened so fast. 
and you look on Bears Twitter and they're like, is this really happening? I can't, I'm so nervous. We'll be up 28-7 and we'll be so nervous. I'm so nervous right now. I actually I actually stopped watching at 28-7. I was like, I don't want to know what happens the rest of this game. I just want the game to end. I just want the, this game to end right now. That's a good way. Just watch the first half. And if it goes well, then you, you basically won. And if it doesn't go well, then it doesn't matter anyways. Yeah. Either way, don't watch the second half. And I, I have one more topic, and it sort of is uh, sort of ping-pongs off your guys' team, which I would argue is in a worse position than the Bears are right now, even though you guys are competent, because you guys are in this sort of middle range. You guys aren't making a run this year. You guys have competent play, and you guys are fun to watch. You woo! Puka Nakua, woo! Dude, but, do not belittle Puka Nakua, the second coming of Cooper Cup. There are only like 10 teams in the league who shouldn't be taking for Caleb Williams or Drake May right now. And you guys are not one of them. So this little middling sort Dude. of thing is just not a good no, plan. Terrible take. Guys. Matthew Stafford is an elite quarterback. Who's 35. We are in a minor lull. And in a few years, we get more players, more draft capital. We are going to be in the Super Bowl conversation yet again. With Matthew Stafford. With Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, Puka Nakua, and Sean McVay. And Aaron Donald. That's all you need. Aaron Donald's also old. He's... I think they can make a run this year. I mean, Cup's coming back in like a week or two, and they they look fine to me. I mean, obviously they lost to the Niners, but other than that, they they put up a good showing in every game. I see playoffs. You guys are the third best team in your division. That's the problem. I mean, the team itself is like we destroyed the Seahawks. <laughs> destroyed on national television. Yeah, we went into Seattle. Seattle in Seattle. We own we that won. franchise. Okay. And so you guys I, I think the Rams Chargers juxtaposition is just so um it's so classic and it just happens every year against intuition. How could the Chargers, Justin Herbert, one of the top five quarterbacks undoubtedly in the league, they've got all sorts of dudes and players on that roster, but they just can't put it together. And the Rams somehow with worse players just keep winning games. Explain that to me. It's culture. I know all about culture because I'm a Bears fan. You know the you know our four last coaches <clears throat> were Mark Tressman. No, Tressman. I don't know. I don't even remember his first name. John Fox, Matt Nagy, and Matt Eberflus. <laughs> the worst it, record is out of those four is clearly Eberflus, who is now three and eighteen. Oh god. All time as a Bears coach. You haven't won a game in a calendar year. It's been October to October. That's I know. so sad. I know. So I know all about organizational dysfunction. This Chase Claypool, who we traded the number 32 pick in the draft for. Oh, my gosh. Is now was asked to stay home. They weren't even on the same page. Like, what, what happened with that? Like, was someone asked him and then he said. Asked, like, so this is what happened. When they asked Iberflus at the press conference. What's the deal with Chase Claypool? They said that he was given a choice to show up or not. He was a scratch. He was a healthy scratch for other reasons. He showed up late, one too many times, too much laziness, whatever. He was, and he was asked, he said, it's your choice, but you want to show up. And he didn't. And then two hours later, the team releases a statement saying that they actually told Chase Claypool to stay home. So now the coach has thrown the player under the bus. Nobody knows what the truth is. 
And this is the Chicago Bears. <laughs> Not 10 days ago, our DC was left the team for personal reasons. And who even knows what happened there? I think we all know what happens. Well, so I know all about organizations. Cheers to culture. Here's the culture. Also, a few minutes ago, when you guys said Jones was dead, I assume you were talking about Mac Jones. Yes. Yes, but they're both dead. They're both. <laughs> Daniel Jones, Jones is dead. dead in prime time for sure. Daniel I Jones is on, done. I saw somewhere on Twitter that he's making the third most guaranteed money in the league. Is Contracts for like 160 million. Is that yeah. how the fuck? How how so sacked ten times. That's amazing. That's amazing. See, that's another team the Bears are in a better position than is the Giants. It's crazy when people just jump on like the hype train of a team like that has a new coach and gets how many wins did they have last year? I know they were like barely made the playoffs and everyone was all in on them. Something like nine and eight. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then just they, come they, back they the next the, year and just dud. They beat the fraudulent Vikings and they're like, woo, yay us. Yeah, and that's why they gave Daniel Jones the contract, and now it's uh, not looking too good. And I've started Daniel Jones four straight weeks in fantasy, and he's officially fired. I'm starting C.J. Stroud. The young, who would have thought, of all the quarterbacks drafted this year, C.J. Stroud got the most flack. Everyone's saying, oh, he's going to a bad franchise. He's going to suck. But this guy apparently, quote, has field vision or whatever the fuck that means. You know what it means? It means 20 fantasy points in three straight weeks. That's what field vision is. <laughs> That's what it is. I think you know the why? Texans are a good franchise. They got a good they got a good coach. They got a good draft pick, and uh, they're rebuilding. They're doing it right. So maybe the, the Bears should take a page out of that book. Yeah. We need a – I mean, D'Amico Ryans, I feel like that was the easiest bet for good coach coming straight out of running the Niners defense. From all accounts, just like the most detail-oriented, focused guy. Um, that is resulting, though, because they have just Hall of Famers up and down that defense and stuff. So, mm. But, sure. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Not, I didn't understand why like they just tried to hire people from like the good teams, but it's it's un- I'm starting to understand. It's just because like you want someone that knows what the system should look like and just try to bring that over. And obviously the Bears system is is broken. So maybe they should take someone from a a, a system that knows what they're doing. Yeah. Um, do we have anything else? I feel like I was gonna say one more thing. Oh no, I got nothing. Should we give should we give our bets? I got um, three. Sure, yeah, let's dive into it. All right. Um, I'm still negative on the year. I was uh, you know. I negative the first two weeks. The first week especially was tough. And uh but I have my first positive week and we're hoping to bounce it back. Brian's in the positive on the year. Very nice. I'm not even dollars. That's very mature of you. Wow. You're growing up. Yeah. Sure. Uh maybe since I'm uh up on the money, I'll go first. Okay. Um I just want to say that the theme of my bets thus far this season have been betting on ugly underdogs. I'm making the the bets that you don't want to make, that you wish you had the stones to make. 
Okay, okay. And I'm going to stick with that with three bets this week. First bet, I'm taking the worst franchise in the entire NFL, the Bears, plus six at the Commanders. I don't know about that one, buddy. I just think I just think the Commanders uh six six is a lot of points, man. The Bears how many how many close losses have the Bears had this season, right? One. Oh, uh, they lost close <laughs> to the Packers, they lost close to the Broncos, and they got blown out by the Bucks and Chiefs. The Bucks and Chiefs are going to be two playoff teams. The Commanders to me are not a playoff team, even if they're Commanders not have looked good to me. It looked good, but it's it's like it's Sam Howell. I don't know. Our defense and... can't stop Sam Howell. That's the problem. Sam Howell's yeah, but... gonna go up and down the field against us. Look at the commander's defense. Look at the commander's defense. They allowed 33 points to the lethargic Broncos. They allowed 37 to the Bills, 34 to the Eagles, and 16 to the Cardinals. That's not a good defense. Six is a ton of points. So I, I predict the commanders win by three points. Um, okay, next bet. I'm taking the Texans plus two and a half at the Falcons, betting on my boy CJ Stroud. Okay. To, with that field vision. That's all it is, man. That's my guy. I don't think the Texans are necessarily an ugly team. That's the problem. Uh, I like them. Uh, they're sexy. Texans you think are sexy. they're Texans? They're, they're... Yeah. Texans, Maybe. Yeah. Hmm. All right. I, I still view them as ugly. They have a rookie QB. And basically, no skill players. Rookie QBs are sexy. Ritter can't throw the ball, so I mean, assuming Texans can put up some points, he should be fine there. An ugly, an ugly team, and the 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 number one ugly team is like the Titans. That's an ugly. Okay. Well, I espoused the Titans last week. This week, all right, I've got a third ugly team for you. In my in my view, I'm taking the the I have the beholder right. The Jimmy G led. Las Vegas. That's an ugly team. That's that's, that's fucking nasty. Plus two and a half at home versus the Packers. Jordan Love. Are you you wanna you wanna lay two and a half points with Jordan Love? Have fucking fun with that. Josh Jacobs expected three touchdowns. Yeah, I'm copying that. Jordan Love is fucking trash. I'm stealing that. I'm unapologetically stealing that. You can steal that. That's at home on a Monday night, right? So I mean Maybe it's a Jacobs game. They they take control of the ball. Love throws a, an interception or two, and that's it. There we go. Devontae Adams revenge game. How are they, dude? How are they not favored at home against the the Packers? Are dude, the Bears made the Packers make Jordan Love look so good? He's not good. <laughs> the the they've beaten the the Falcons and the Bears. Yeah, two of the worst fucking poverty franchises. All right, is that it for you? That is it. Want to sum it up for us one more time? The ugly teams. Uh sure. The uh these this is the ugly suite. We got the Bears plus six at Commanders, Texans plus two point five at Falcons, and Vegas plus two point five at home against the Packers. All right, all right. Any thoughts, Frank? I don't think it's crazy. I I, I don't know. I think you got some thought, and as long as you have some reason behind the bet, uh, at least you go down swinging. That's a good attitude. You want to give us your bets? Yeah, uh, my first one I think is a little crazy, but um, I'm basically betting on this team to not have their season over because if they lose this game, I think their season's over in my mind. Um, taking the Bengals minus three. Oh, I'm taking the opposite of that. I'm taking okay, the- okay, to win outright plus one forty. Wow. Okay, 
because I, I just, think Bengals season is over. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, if, if you think their season's over, yeah, take the Cardinals. But I just think they have to win this game, and especially against Arizona. That's a team you got to beat. And whether Burrow plays or not, they, they got to win this game by three. And um, if not, then their season's over, and I lost one bet. So, oh, well. I'm a big well, fan of the Cardinals. I've been, I've been on them, even though they didn't cover for me. But they should have if Sackers catches that ball. Uh, next bet is a mixture of believing in what we just saw on Sunday and uh, against one of the worst teams. I'm taking the Jets plus two at the Broncos. Oh, you don't like that? That's an ugly bet. <laughs> Fuck me. I, I think Wilson never, uh, might I... might keep it together for a little, one more game here. Oh God, Frank. <laughs> and I think the Broncos are one of the worst teams. They edged out the bears uh another one of the worst teams and other than that they haven't won a game so i think the bronco i think the jets go into to denver and uh maybe just win this game outright i would slam the broncos here personally but okay these lines are so fucked up man this is yeah. a fucked up week <laughs> and last one which i think might be the safest play is uh ravens minus four at the steelers um, because Lamar looked great last week, Ravens are on a roll. Steelers are just in shambles right now. Uh, Pickett might not even play. They can't move the ball. They can't score. Ravens are going to score. I know Steelers have a decent defense, but Lamar can can move the ball a little bit, and I think they're going to win this game by four. I'm copying your bet too. <laughs> great. That's the only one you guys agree with. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. To sum it up, uh, Bengals minus three, Jets plus two, Ravens minus four. Yeah. Well, yeah. I hope you can keep your your bets plan of get streak going, Frank. Three years. That would be really impressive. Appreciate it. Um, I don't like those bets though. I think you're fucked. I think you're fucked. Too. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I have six bets. So, but I've talked wow. about three of them already. I've talked about the Cardinals money line plus one forty. I've talked about, and all these bets are evenly distributed throughout the fifty dollars for me. I don't pay. I don't play favorites anymore. The Cardinals, so the Cardinals money line, because also I'm starting Josh Dobbs in fantasy, because I'm benching Matt Stafford. Josh Dobbs outscored Matt Stafford each of the last three weeks, and wow, you know I believe, right? I'm a big Dobbs fan. Um, the Ravens minus four because the Steelers are ass. Um, and they can't move the ball. Uh, the Raiders plus two and a half because Jordan loves a fraud. And oh man, I just love betting against the Patriots, and I'm going to do it again. It's so so fun. Give me the Saints at the Pats. Give Derek Carr another week to rest up. And Mac and the Saints have a pretty good defense. So that's at home. I think that's an ugly game. That's an ugly, an ugly game. game. Yeah, but. Right. Mac is bad. He's bad. I just don't think Belichick's going to get embarrassed two weeks in a row. But I mean, he could. Yeah, maybe not. My and my other two are the Texans at the Falcons money line, like Ryan. But Ryan took the spread. I took the money line. And finally, my favorite bet is is the blowout bet. Is the Dolphins minus eleven versus the Giants and the over parlayed together. That game is going to be a goddamn massacre, and I'm here for it, and I'm going to make money on it. The only thing I'm scared about is the over, but I think I, 
don't know. Miami's if the Bills can bad. put up 48 against the Dolphins, then surely, surely Daniel Jones can put up 17. And that's all you need because the Dolphins are going to take care of the rest. That's going to be the quote that next week's guests <laughs> yeah. brings on. Maybe we'll bring out, bring out Harrison. I was talking to Harrison today. Did you know that there's only one quarterback in the past, besides Daniel Jones, the past 20 years to be sacked 10 times and throw two picks? Jesus. Who was it? Uh, don't remember. Don't remember. But it was oh, some Daniel name. Jones is one of them. Wow. Yeah. Terrible. Um, but yeah, so six bets, and we're gonna try and continue the. I feel good energy, good energy. You know, I I hope good luck to everyone here. You know, I want the best for everyone, even if you're on the opposite side. I hope we both push, right? I'm an egalitarian. I hope you lose all your bets. Well, and with that, thank you for coming on, Frank, and don't forget. To, to bet, bet sweat, sweat and, and forget, forget it. it.